All right, time to welcome in our money man, senior handicapper for Vegas Insider is uh, Brian Edwards, who uh, would love to be in studio today with the eight inches of snow that we have on the ground here and continuing to snow. But he is in a warmer uh, area. Hello. Hello. Yes, gentlemen, I turned my air conditioning on uh, oh, last geez, night. Yeah. It's getting a little stuffy yeah. in here, and I got 45 minutes in the beach yesterday as well. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, we love you. Uh, your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Oh, man, heck of a game. Um, I lost on the Eagles, but I hit I hit most of my periphery bets. I had Kelsey over receiving yards, A.J. Brown over receiving yards. I hit both teams. Team totals over in the first uh, half and and the Eagles in the first quarter. So I barely lost. Um, but the Eagles, if they win, I have a monstrosity of a night. So darn it. I know I asked you last week, but did you did you dabble in the anthem and anything like that? I know that was I, you weren't looking to do so. I, I did not. I okay. didn't do any of that. Uh, you know, none of the Rihanna. I had never even heard of the octopus. Uh, and, and then I read about it, and I'm like, oh, wow, how have I never heard of that? Have y'all heard of that? That was 14-1 to 1 for Jalen or anybody to score a touchdown and then get the following two-point conversion. Had y'all ever heard of that? No, thing? I no. have not. You know, it was called I the octopus. Okay, so I don't feel so stupid. Yeah. Well, you had to, you know, Kansas City ran a play called the corn dog as well, mm-hmm. so. We had a little, we had a, we had a uh, little bit of uh, There's a lot of uh, tentacles everything. on that one. Hey, have you... Have you looked at all of the the futures for uh, Super Bowl champion next year? I know Kansas City opened as the favorite, but I was surprised that Cincinnati wasn't higher. I don't know if you had a chance to look. I mean, we can talk about that down the road if you haven't. But the 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 futures for next year, I thought Cincinnati, and maybe it has to do with their division, would be higher than Buffalo. Well, I'm pulling it up uh, right now, or I'm trying to. Where is football? Oh, here we go. Um. I, you know that I, to this day, think Cincinnati should have won the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. You don't need to talk me into them <laughs> winning it next year. I see they are plus 900, at least at FanDuel. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you don't got to talk me into it, Gary. Um, if that officiating is a little bit better out there at Arrowhead, I, I think the Bengals win the Super Bowl the one we just played Sunday night. So hey. I'm not against that play at all. Hey, before we jump into the card tonight uh, for uh, basketball, um, I like I like what you're thinking here because watching them play the other night against Carolina, and I love Jim Laranaga, and they have guards that get after it. Miami at 50-1 to one on FanDuel. I think I'm vibing with you here as taking a, a run at that. Yeah, I mean, they, they have a... a, a good chunk of that nucleus that went to the elite eight last year they've added nigel pack an elite scorer the transfer from k-state uh they've won five in a row including wins in chapel hill and clemson where clemson's been really good at home a 22 point win over duke and then you, you look at their losses um all of them they really could have won those games i mean they lose by two at nc state in overtime they lose by two at duke and they lose by three at Pitt when they just handed them that game uh we're winning you know by four to eight points the whole second half um yeah i mean i i think miami's got a good run in them and look at a 50 to one number they don't got to win the national championship for us to make some money mm-hmm. they get to the elite eight we can start hedging and, and ensure a profit 
I'm not against Providence at 100 to one either. Um, because you get when we got a hundred to one number, you get to the Sweet Sixteen, you can start hedging. And then you know UConn to me was the best team in the country. November, December, they went into like a five five week funk. They looked great again last week against Marquette. Tough one out there with you guys last Saturday by three to Creighton, but that was an eight straight win for Creighton. So um, you know I think UConn at thirty to one is worth a shot because they looked like they had returned to their November-December form when they were routing Marquette mm-hmm. last week. Brian, staying on the college basketball theme then. Uh, Big Ten, got a couple games tonight. I want to start with Iowa and Ohio State. Uh, the Hawkeyes lane seven. Do you, do you like that number for them? Yeah, I like Iowa. They've been terrific at home all year, 12-2 and two straight up, 11-3 and three against the spread. They've won six home games in a row, going 5-1 and one ATS. The only non-cover by the hook, uh, they were laying two-and-a-half, two-point win over Illinois, but they've got wins by 16, 11, 14, and 9 over, you know, big-hitting Big Ten teams. So on the flip side, Ohio State, 1-7 and seven straight up and against the spread in its last eight, and even in 1-11 and 11 straight up and against the spread in its last 12. The only win, a 93-77 win over Iowa, Iowa struggles on the road, so they got revenge on their mind here. So uh, I'll, I'll lay the seven with Iowa. Hey, let's stick with the uh, Big Ten because Purdue coming off that loss to Northwestern. They're playing at Maryland. Now, the first meeting, this was a tight game. And if I recall, because I think I played Maryland, they were about nine or ten point underdog. Maryland's won five of six. Uh, they are a slight point and a half favorite in College Park tonight. What happens in this game? Kind of went out on them there a little bit on me, Gary. But I'm uh, I'm on Maryland uh, tonight, uh, plus the one or one and a half. Hopefully, one and a half. Uh, just like Iowa, Maryland's been nasty at home all year. Thirteen and one straight up, ten and four against the spread. Only outright loss to UCLA way back on December 14th. And when these teams played in West Lafayette, Purdue won by three, but Maryland mm-hmm. easily covered as a nine-point underdog, and Purdue's only two, five, and one ATS in eight road games this year. Give me the Terps. All right, another interesting rematch uh, tonight. Uh, The last time Loyola Marymount and Gonzaga played, Loyola Marymount pulled off the upset on the road. They host the Zags tonight at eight-and-a-half in favor of the Zags. What do you got? Again, just like Maryland, just like Iowa, another team that's just been terrific at home all year. Loyola Marymount, eleven and two straight up, ten and two against the spread in uh, at home. And uh, Gonzaga has been awful on the road, one and six against the spread in seven road games. And Loyola um, in their last uh, in their last eleven as underdogs, uh, they or I'm sorry, their last twelve as underdogs. They're eight, three and one against the spread. Mm. With seven outright wins, they've been a home dog twice this year. They beat St. Mary's and Nevada outright, and those are two teams that are going to the tournament. And Cam Shelton is averaging 26 points per game in the last eight games uh, for the Lions, including 31 and 36-point efforts the last two games. I like Loyola plus eight and a half, and I think uh, it would. I would advise maybe a little little dabble on the uh, money line, just some small change on the money line. Uh, I know Gonzaga's in revenge mode, but LMU is really tough at home. Yeah, and the the two wins that that you mentioned, Gonzaga and St. Mary's, but Gonzaga and they'll play a lot of games where they're a large favorite, so it's not easy to cover. I just looked this up. Gonzaga's only twelve and eleven B against the spread this year. That doesn't that doesn't seem great. Mm-hmm. 
No, it, it's not great. No, and actually, um, Gary, I've got them eight sixteen and one against the spread this year. Oh, well, that's even worse. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is worse than that. Um, I'm not. Anyway, yeah, I've, I've got them eight sixteen okay. and one against the spread this year. One in six ATS on the road. But like you said, yep. I mean, they're always laying double digits on the road to a bunch of teams. But again, they're overvalued in my mind with this eight and a half point number. Yep, and that's I, I like the pick. We'll finish because we always like this when we get some early basketball, and so we get the Battle of uh, Saint Francis is uh, today. Um, you are going to be on this game, but it's more on the total. Uh, give everybody a play today that you'll have for a game that tips off at one o'clock central. Yeah, uh, the unders on a fourteen and run, four run for St. Francis Brooklyn to improve to eighteen and six overall. Uh, I had their under. I don't know why they play at one central on their Thursday <laughs> afternoons, but they, I had it last week the under, and it was ready to cash, but it was fifty six fifty six at the end of regulation and went to overtime. It went over 123 by three points, but I went right back to it Saturday. They had a 62-51 game for 113 combined, and I cashed the under. I've been going with the under on this team about seven (laughs) or eight games in a row, and uh, I've only lost it once, and it was when it went to overtime. So Uh, I'm going with it again. Good stuff. Felt bad for your Gators last night. Nice win over uh, Ole Miss at home, but uh, the news that uh, Castleton has suffered a season-ending injury, not good. Not much of the news coming out of Gainesville is good these days, Gary. <laughs> we talked some NIL. Hey, hey, we I appreciate it as always. Have a uh, a great weekend and uh, good luck tonight. And uh, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks, fellas. Have a good weekend. <laughs> That's uh, Brian Edwards, our senior handicapper from uh, Vegas Insider. You can uh, follow him on uh, Twitter at uh, Vegas B Edwards. Yeah, Florida, which has had kind of an odd year. I mean, they're only two games above 500. Talk about basketball. So Miami is, you know, Miami and FAU have had a really good year. Uh, Florida State. So Leonard Hamilton said he's going to come back for another year. But Florida State, last night, they gave up nearly a 50-burger in the first half to Clemson, and they got routed by Clemson. Yeah, I'm worried about Coach Ham. Yeah. Um, But Florida, they have, they've been on the struggle bus all year, so they they beat Ole Miss last night. Not not a game that's going to resonate because Ole Miss is what six seven games under five hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their best player, Colin Castleton, uh, broke his hand. He's out for the year. Things are trending towards a wide open tournament at this rate <laughs> with all the weird things going on. Teams that are upset good, galore. Good. We probably jinxed it. I don't. You know what? Is it is it going to be an open door for a Cinderella, or is it no. going to be the the Power Six teams? Yeah that make it to the round of 32 are going to be so evenly positioned that when uh, a two gets beat by a seven, you don't look at it as an upset because there wasn't a ton of difference. It's Again, it's, it's tough this year in college basketball to identify an elite team. And that could give us a great March Madness, or it could open the door for a Creighton, even if they're a, a five or a six yeah. seed, that they're in a good up. spot, and it doesn't all of a sudden go, oh, geez, we, we would have been better if we were a two or a three. Yeah. But being a five, six, or a seven, and I don't think Creighton will fall back to a seven unless the bottom falls out, you're not going to go, oh, no. That's, a, that's just the way the tournament's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I can, I, can, I can buy that. I, I, don't, I don't buy, and I know you weren't suggesting this, but I, don't, I know a lot of people start to get into when you don't have the dominant uh, group of teams that all of a sudden that opens the door for double-digit seeds to 
you know, all of a sudden litter the Final Four with that. I, I, it's not going to happen. I just, yeah, I don't I, see it I, I don't, that it, way. It won't happen. But, I mean, does that open the door for five or six to have a run all the way to the very end? Sure. That's I, think, more I, think, I, think. I think it can because I think that's where college basketball has been the last couple of years. All right. Unlike uh, the guy that's going to follow us, uh, we, we trudged our way in here during the <laughs> snowstorm. We made it in for all of you. Now the suspense comes. Yeah, because today's gotten a little bit worse since we came in at six. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Connor's coming up uh, next. We got to dust off our cars. Oh, oh, you don't have it in your contract? Who do I talk to about that? Uh, you have to have that in your contract. No, my my car has already started. Can I borrow the your win- guy? The windows have already been, you know. Yeah, boy. Scraped. Uh, but uh, if you Bless do have life. to get out, uh, it does, like on Dodge, the plows have been coming up and down. Yeah. It's still treacherous outside, and it is still snowing. Um, but be safe out there. Uh, whatever you have to do today, just uh, listen to 1620 the entire day. We'll keep you interested. There's a guy coming up later today that told you this would never happen Again this winter. I hope people treat him well. Uh, <laughs> Omaha men's basketball tonight over on uh, News Talk 1290 Coil against uh, South Dakota. Uh, we'll recap it tomorrow amongst everything else that's going on, including state wrestling, which is underway. So that's a good sign uh, downtown. All that come your way when we close out the week tomorrow. Connor Happer Show is coming up next.